We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome in to Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thanks so much for listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening, it's probably beer o'clock, and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you right here on the podcast starting right now. Welcome back into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Ooh, wow. That was a one-clicker, but it was a powerful click. The power open. Yes. It was like... It's like punching you in the stomach. Pop! I definitely just meant to, ch- but it, it went full on single click, click, boom. I think this beer just knows how excited I am to drink it. Yeah, Patrick uh, gave me the task before the podcast. Hey, Mike, there are four beers in the fridge. Pick two of them for the podcast. One lager, one hoppy. Or I, you really just said pick two of them. For the podcast. I assume there were two loggers and two hoppy. I assume you'd pick one of each. Yeah, which I did. And uh, two of the beers we've had on the podcast, so it was an easy choice. And I couldn't remember, so I was just like, <laughs> oh, we'll see. Uh, the beer in front of us is one of Patrick's new flames. Yes. Lowercase Brewing. Lowercase Brewing out of Seattle. I just absolutely love these guys. I, I think they make fantastic loggers in a town where I can't always find fantastic lagers at least consistently this is the lorian pilsner from lowercase brewing uh, it looks very like lord of the rings art style and like font yep lorian is a hop um so it, it kind of makes me i'm kind of anticipating a little italian pilsner-esque or a dry hop pilsner or an IPL, whatever stupid phrase you want to say. I haven't heard that uh, term in but, a while. Yeah, but, IPL. But just a hop forward pilsner. So I'm really excited to to kind of get into this beer. Well, this podcast is going to be a bit of a downer today, and we apologize for that. Um, but it is it is an important conversation to have. Very much so. And an important remembrance to have as well something Um, that you and i are very big champions of yes um so we'll get to that in a moment uh you can find this podcast most places you can find podcasts apple google play stitcher omni odyssey app 1080 thefan.com instagram.com slash beers and us is where you can find us on the social media pages you can dm us there and we'll uh see it talk about it on the podcast respond to you there you know whatever our time allows and then um, our personal pages, I'm at Mike Lynch 27 on Twitter, Patrick's at PDD085 on IG. Weekend beer-wise, largely circled around your nuptials. Hello. 
You are newly married. I am newly married. I got the ring to prove it. You do? Um, this thing is getting uh, getting a lot of tread. I forgot it yesterday at home for the first time. <laughs> Day uh, three. Forget the <laughs> ring already. Uh, but I'm trying desperately to sleep with it, shower with it, do everything with it so I can get accustomed to it. I mean, it's, it totally depends on your relationship, um, but... Like everyone's different with their wedding rings. Mm-hmm. When I was married, I would wear it every day. But when I got home, take it off. Sure, because I, I don't know. I, I'm not a jewelry guy. Like I don't, I don't wear things generally speaking. So I don't have piercings. I don't wear necklaces. I don't even wear a watch. Yeah. So yeah, I wear a Fitbit, which yeah. is essentially a watch. But um, yeah. So I would wear it out. But once I got home, I would put it back into its little ring holder mm-hmm. and this way i wouldn't have to worry about it it was more comfortable anyway it's like you're at home what are you obviously sure. you're married so what are you doing um everyone's different so if you want to wear it 24 7 then it's definitely adjustment and it's good to uh good to, good to practice yeah so i'm giving it a shot it's a beautiful looks like it's wood beautiful wood ring cool. that my wife got me and uh i'm i'm very proud and i'm very happy to have it and is uh, it yeah. cool to say wife now yeah yeah i mean i used to say it all the time like joking when i was 29 i spent the entire year saying i'm 30 even <laughs> though i wasn't 30 just to kind of get used to it uh, and so i said why well, I, I referenced her as my wife frequently um just to kind of get me used to it but people would always call me out she's not your wife yet uh, and now she is, and uh, I always have a little smile when I say my wife. Well, uh, as would be expected, the beer at the Harris wedding was delightful. Yeah, thank you. Um, I know some people. Uh, you do. And uh, the bartenders working at your wedding were people that you knew mm-hmm. from the beer industry. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had, as we walked in prior to the ceremony... You had a little area of drinks for people to grab. Mm-hmm. Now, I showed up like 20 minutes before the ceremony started, so almost everything was gone when I got there, but I had the Grains of Wrath Mexican Lager, mm. which we've had on this podcast before when you had the new foil on it. Delightful beer to, to drink while I was watching the ceremony. And uh, and then I actually had a lot more non-beer during the actual party. Mm-hmm. I had like three glasses of red wine, and I had... Three Manhattans. They were old fashions. Old fashions, excuse me, the bourbon drink. And then I had one beer and I had uh, Built for Speed. Yep. Yeah. That's the one that I had. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was a good selection. Yeah. It was, for it, sure. It, it, was, it was a really funny thing. Uh, we definitely wanted to have uh, people be able to have a beverage while they were waiting for the ceremony and during the ceremony, even though it wasn't very long. And so we we grabbed some White Claws um, because we know not everybody's a beer drinker. No laws. But I grabbed two cases of Cantina Especial Mexican Lager from Grains of Wrath Tall Boys. I got the last one, by the way. <laughs> and two cases of Built for Speed Tall Boys from Grains of Wrath as well. I mean, which I was worked, empty. <laughs> I worked there, and I you know I think the boys make fantastic beer, so it was kind of a no a no brainer. They also had like Polar Seltzer or something. Yeah, we had some NA options as well. Um, but what I fi- and then we had both of those beers on draft as well mm-hmm. during the wedding. And and what I thought was very interesting was we got done with the ceremony. We walked back and we got to take some pictures. And I turned to one of my groomsmen. I said, hey, can you grab me a beer? He had two white claws in his hand. And I said, hey, can you grab me a beer? He goes, there is no beer. It's all gone. <laughs> I was like, oh, nice. 150 person wedding and 96 tall boys are gone. Excellent. I love that. And Mike told me a good story today. He said that he walked up and some people were looking down at the the container. They went, grains of wrath? Awesome. 
So they were really excited to like have the beer. And as the the you know as the brewmaster and an owner, you got to feel a little good about yeah. that. You know, they I don't think many people knew that Mike was dude. I was taught. I can't remember who it was. I was talking to somebody who told me that story from the other side mm-hmm. that he didn't realize it was the guy who brewed the beer <laughs> and was telling him how excited he was that it was Grains of Wrath beer. <laughs> so I heard that story from the other side. That's funny. So that was really awesome. So I'm thinking to myself, oh, great. And we got a keg of, uh, you know, a full 50 liter of Bill for Speed. And then I had two 50 liters of Cantina Special in case one of the one of them kicked and we needed extra beer for backup. What was most interesting was when I went and picked up those kegs on Monday, the Built for Speed was half empty and the Cantina Especial was a third empty. So people clearly had their beer during the ceremony and were like, I'm good on beer. I think we also had liquor options and wine options. That's what I was going to say. When you go to a wedding that is open bar, Mm -hmm. as they all should be, (laughs) people out there, um... You will often go with what's quick and convenient. And for me, the wine bar was closer to where I was. Nice. So every time I wandered to go get another drink, the wine bar was right there and the line wasn't there. I was like, I'll have another red, please. And it was good wine. Mm -hmm. and Very good wine. And I wound up over at the beer bar twice. And one time I got a beer and the other time I got the old fashioned. And... Then uh, Elliot, Breakside and still Breakside mm-hmm. employee, oh, yeah, yeah. who was at the wedding, she was talking to me and my girlfriend and some people, and she brought over four sh- basically straight shots of the old fashioned, no ice, no frills, just she just brought it over, and uh, so I had that twice, mm. and I was feeling pretty good. Yeah, so like I was like, ah, I don't need to have another beer now, but yeah, it was, in terms of like weddings I've been to. I wouldn't. I would expect no less. This was the best beer options I've had at a wedding. Oh, great! Even if it was just those two. Yeah. I mean, you're talking grains of wrath beers that are on tap and in cans. I mean, come on. Uh, I only drank Bill for Speed all night. Yeah. I had a little bit of Mai Tai, but I really only drank Bill for Speed, uh, and I didn't know that I was doing the Lord's work because those kegs did not get finished. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was a fun wedding, and. Um, the food trucks were fun. I like that. I've done I've done food trucks once before at a wedding, and I kind of like that idea because mm-hmm. instead of like the old fashioned chicken, steak, or or fish options, right. you can try multiple things. So like you guys had a taco truck, and they had a mix and match on their menu. So you get what one which was carnitas, one was chicken, and one was something else. Asada. Asada. I had that. Um, I got to try this, a sandwich and a mac and cheese from like the old school truck that was mm-hmm. there. And I had a, a slice of pizza from the pizza truck. You and had I had all three. I had all three. Had a boy. You know me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I hit the first two and then everyone was in there and it was right before the speeches started. And I was like, I'm going to go get a sandwich from that truck just before like they leave. And then as I walked up to the truck to the sandwich, they started doing the speeches and I was like, well, I'm going to be that asshole. <laughs> like I'm going to be walking back in with my giant chicken sandwich that I got. Lay like, off me. I'm starving. <laughs> I'm not starving, but I like trying everything. Um, so it was a good time and uh, I'm very happy for you. Thanks, man. Uh, elsewhere, uh, elsewhere in my week in beer, I went to Von Eber Beaverton yesterday with my Ooh, old nice. roommate. I haven't seen him since I moved in with my girlfriend and uh, oh, I, I pulled up the menu. I had a volatile substance, of course. Uh, because it's amazing. I had Waning Echoes, their American Stout. Oh, okay. Which I've not had before, as okay. far as I can remember. 
and it was a really solid uh like it's american stout so pretty basic style a little on the sweeter end which i don't mind and it was just a really good solid down the middle stout that i liked a lot uh the only other beers uh, worth noting is i had a chuckanut kolsch and a chuckanut mexican lager Ooh, a mexican lager from yeah. them uh, i mean it's it's chuckanut we're good how was that excellent yeah absolutely fantastic more on the lines of the grains style of mexican lager not so heavy on that like Vienna amber style Mexican lager. Yeah. Uh, but chuckanut clean, delicious. I also had an Occidental Japanese rice lager because I'm addicted. To rice lagers? Yes. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Light drinkable beers. Uh, okay. Let us know your weekend beer. Instagram.com slash beers on us. This will be a shorter episode today. We did have our plan to discuss beer being shipped from other continents to here. And if there are any strategies, we could come up with solutions to make them not oxidized and old. Because last week we had the Bitburger Deschutes collab. Mm -hmm. And although we could find the good flavors in it, it was very clearly old. And it could be fun to, uh, I'll, I'll go grab some like uh, Vine Stefaner or some Andex or something some like classic. that. Some classic German stuff that comes to America. Um, but uh, there was some really, really big slash upsetting news in the beer world this week. Um, now, I only saw this in a cursory level. I did not know this person, um, but I know the impact that he has had and the brewery has, has had on the Portland scene. Uh, head brewer for Ex Novo, Ryan Buxton, has passed away. And um, I know that you'll share a little bit about it. You know more details than you're going to divulge on the podcast. You know, respect the privacy. That's fine. Um, but just seeing the posts on Instagram, which is where I found out, and Ex Novo has been like honoring him in like this, this is one of his favorite beers. So we're putting this in a can and we're going to release this now and so on and so forth. Um, RIP Ryan. Um, I hope you have found peace. Yeah, it's, it, it's a very interesting thing. Um, uh, it, it, it happened early Friday morning. Um, and I, and I, I found out Friday afternoon. Um, I have the, I have the dubious, uh, Honor of working for Mike Hunsaker, who is a very dear old friend, uh, very close with Ryan, um, to the point where I have spent a decent amount of time with Ryan. Um, I remember the first time I ever met Ryan was the first time I ever had Cozy Chaos, a pale ale, mm -hmm. and I said, "Hey, you're 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 Ryan from Ex Novo, right?" He said, "I am." I said, "Dude, I just had that Cozy Chaos pale. That thing was awesome." And he goes, "Really?" I was like, yeah. He goes, wow, because I really liked it, and I wasn't sure anybody else would. Um, and that was that was many many moons ago. And it, you know, it, it's an interesting thing when this when this stuff happens. Ryan Ryan definitely had his fair share of demons. Um, I think it's unfortunate that none of us quite knew the extent of those demons, and those demons eventually uh, made the choice for him. As as unfortunately he he took his life Friday morning. Um. It's just one of those crazy things. I mean, it, it all kind of cycles back to what we preach in this community as family community and and kind of we're all here for each other, all looking out for each other. And this one hurts because we missed it. And, you know, th two, three weeks ago, I was sitting at CC Club in Minneapolis sharing a table with Ryan and the entire Ex Novo crew. And, and you just kind of sit there and you kind of forget that not everything is permanent. 
and not everything should be taken for granted. And to hear that news on Friday uh, was was rough, especially walking into a weekend full of celebration for myself that you kind of have that moment to step back and kind of take your world out for a moment and kind of think of everybody else. I mean, Ryan has two small kids, uh, and so obviously that's that's where a lot of our hearts weigh. Uh, but it was one of those moments. I had, I had a friend of mine uh, who's in the who's in the industry, and I'll, I'll keep their name out just for privacy stuff. And they asked me. They said, "Hey, a lot of people are kind of posting on social media, you know, stay strong and be together with everybody. What what, what happened?" And I kind of let them know what happened, and it was as much of a shock to them as as it was to me. Uh, and I think you know, you and I, we 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 campaign for this and we champion for this. That mental health is a real thing. Mm-hmm. And I think coming out of COVID, we've really been able to put that magnifying glass on that real serious issue, not just in America or in Oregon, but, but worldwide, you know, as we're seeing crazy events happen in this country, uh, you know, down, down in Texas and damn near daily basis, you know, and, and, and what's going on with, with certain, certain individuals rights in this country, what's going on in Eastern Europe, um, what's going on over in China. Like there's no, there's no lack of, of of things that can improve as as, as humanity, uh, but this one is so close to home, and it, and it just kind of reminds us that if you need help, there are people there, and we all kind of kick ourselves for not kind of seeing the signs and and taking more advantage. I know, you know, for example, I I, I try to be a big contributor as best I can, whether it's an advocate financially or whatever, to Halinsky's hope. Um, which is a Washington State thing, as Tyler Holinsky uh, was a quarterback at Washington State. He took his life uh, in a way that nobody knew what kind of demons he was dealing with, and he eventually, and those demons eventually took over. So it's just one of those things, like, we'll remember Ryan, and, and you know, he's, he's kind of a wild character. You know, Ryan was very much Ryan uh, in the best ways possible. And, you know, the ex novo branch is big and reaches out to everybody, and, and so it it's just one of those you, you just you can't take everything for granted. And, you know, Mike, I know you've talked on this podcast of dealing with a lot of mental health stuff, but we, we see him. You never know. And sometimes it's not so bad to, to stop for a moment and, 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 and hug each other and, and say hi. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know, Ryan. I didn't I've never met Ryan. Uh, so I, I can't speak to the personal aspect of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I can speak on is is what I've talked about on the podcast before um i'll I'll repeat it here Uh, as someone who has suffered from suicidal thoughts as well as depression for a large large portion of my life i understand what it's like in those moments and the one thing that i will tell any of our listeners out there who are dealing with their own issues is as alone as you may feel you are not alone in that situation. Do not let the darkness tell you no one cares. Even if it's just one person in your life that cares, that's one person more than you're telling yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very important to realize that and be willing to open up to someone you trust about what's going on at the start. Then consider therapy. Obviously, it's something that I, I'm a big champion of. It has helped me immensely in, in the last two years, especially since the divorce, but was helping me even prior to that uh, with a lot of personal demons that I had in my own life. Um, that's the one thing I always try to tell people is 
you your brain will tell you things to keep the spiral going keep the sadness going keep the depression at that level don't listen to that it's not true people care people are distracted people are in their own heads they may not check up on you but if you reach out to somebody that you trust i can't guarantee it but the chances are that person will sit down and listen to whatever it is you have to say and that is the start of pulling yourself out of that hole. So, and, and to to back that, I yeah. mean, it's just everything has a huge ripple effect. I mean, Ryan was everything over there on Flint at Ex Novo. You know, he he handled. I I can't imagine what that staff is going through. Not just from a grieving, but honestly, just from a daily operation standpoint. There's they're probably finding things out that Ryan just took care of that they just didn't know about. You know, so there's that aspect to to his kids to his. You know, we'll get we'll get to this podcast. I mean, we drink Fresh Hop Elliot first thing every year, and it was my goal this year to have Ryan on. We had talked about it. he was giving me a ton of shit for not having him on the podcast because I told him about that a couple months ago, sitting at the bar chatting with him, and he was like, "What the hell, man? Why are we talked about this? You know me, man. This is what we do." And so there's a you know there's definitely guilt in, in that. It's just a giant ripple effect. Um, you know, I saw him at OBAs two months, three months ago, you know, literally I'm in the middle of Minnesota having beers at a bar with him. And, uh, to hear this is just tragic. So, you know, we'll raise our glass one last time to Ryan. And, and, you know, I, I think the best thing we can say, as you said, Mike, is that, you know, I hope Ryan, I, I hope you're at peace and I hope, I hope your mind is, is clear now Yeah, and just know you, you know, you won't be forgotten. We'll, we'll carry on. We'll carry on without you in, in, in your, honor don't be afraid to ask for help never don't be afraid to ask for help never let's take a moment of silence sure for ryan and we'll be back with beer of the week next on beers and us with mike lynch and patrick harris Beer of the Week time here on Beers and Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Before we get to this, we didn't discuss the beer we drank because we were oh. talking about more important things. Sure. But uh, what did you think of the lowercase Pilsna? Clean, great hop character, um, a little grassy with a touch of fruit, uh, not overly, just a clean, easy drinking beer. Um, I, I didn't get really any Italian style Pilsner. Me out neither. Of it. Me I neither. got like a fruity like lightness to it that was just very chill it was like a really easy drinking beer i just got a hop forward pilsner you know something really nice not a category nothing like that you're probably not putting in a competition just something that i thought was really nice and somebody said hey oh by the way i just got this new lowercase and i was like well of course i gotta try that now i'm gonna go grab a four pack yeah it's good that's 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 an easy to crush four pack of pilsner right there uh, but the beer of the week is very exciting. We actually talked about this on the podcast somewhat recently because I said I hadn't seen it for a while. Ah. Um, and I totally opened the fridge and went, oh, right, that's what it is. Yeah. So this is the latest Bale Breaker homegrown IPA. Now, this one is just labeled as spring. They've moved away from the numbers it would look like because they were numbering them for a while. They've changed the the style and mm. name of this like three times already. Um, 
Here in Moxie, Washington, we know it's spring when shoots of barley and hops. Okay. <laughs> Give me a break, man. Just tell me what the beer is. Homegrown Spring IPA featuring our homegrown hops and barley notes of blood orange, blackberry, white peach, pine resin, and graham cracker. Oh. Now, those are some interesting sounding combinations of flavors. See, si, senor. I tend to enjoy white peach, pine resin in my IPA. Uh huh. So that excites me. Uh, blood orange can be good, sometimes can be overpowering. And graham cracker. Yeah, that's maybe, the intriguing one. Maybe that's like the malt character, the breadiness sure, that comes sure. in with it. But uh, this is our beer of the week. It's uh, the spring homegrown from Bale Brick. And it's clear. I feel like uh, a lot of their homegrowns, they were dabbling in hazies for some homegrowns. Am I am I Mix not? and match, yeah. yeah. I think they were like, I th- at first I think they had different names for their hazy and clear IPA series. And then they made them homegrown, and then it was all in one. Oh, right. They made they have this series called Clarity Rarity. Yeah. And I was like, nice, clear beer from Bale Breaker. It was hazy. Yeah. I was like, damn That's you. what it was. I forget what they called the IPA series before it was homegrown. They did like two of them. Oh. And then they did Clarity Rarity, which was their IPA series for hazies. And then now they're all just homegrown. So. Yeah. Um, I always find it, I, I mean, this is such a fascinating brewery to follow. Because they live in Hopland, they've got hops that they've been surrounded by for a hundred years, and they are now producing their own malt. So it's like a really cool. It's kind of like what Rogue has been doing for a long time, uh, in term in kind of their like farm to table series. I can't remember what it's called, farm to fresh, yeah, or something like that, where they were like everything in this beer we grew ourselves. Public built- Coast is starting to do that now with their little farm they built just off yeah, twenty six. Yeah, yeah. So you're starting to see more and more people do that. And because they're in Moxie, because they're in hop country, it, it it resonates to me a little differently than just like, oh, yeah, we're outside of Newport. And this is no slam on Rogue by any means. But it resonates a little differently. Like, oh, we're in Newport and we grow hops next door. It's kind of like, no, 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 no. We're in Hopland and we grow these hops. Boy, this is a unique tasting IPA. I don't like the nose actually at all. Mm-hmm. I think the nose is kind of off. But once you take a sip, it's giving me this like, like refreshing pop, and then this super old school bitterness kind of takes over. Okay, and in the mid palate, it's like bitter, 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 <laughs> and then it kind of cools off, and then I kind of get the graham cracker at the back end a little bit, like the breadiness kind of sits there. Wild, really unique. I need to do more research on this beer. I like am going to put engrave this in my brain and really think about it. Good luck. Because I have had a couple of beers over the last six months that are it's gotta be a hop combination. It has to be. That I haven't that I can't quite put my finger on. It's something similar to like cilantro. You yeah. know how some people taste cilantro and they get like dirty socks. Soap is kind of soap. The... Soap. That's what it is. Yeah. My bad. Not dirty socks. I've got goza on the brain. Um, they think of soap. I don't have that characteristic with cilantro. In fact, I love cilantro. I'm kind of I. I'm on the fence with cilantro. Okay. A little too much, and then I get the soapy flavor. Oh, you can definitely overpower cilantro. But um, if it's if it's a decent amount, I, I'm fine with it. There is a hop combination going around that creates a mint chocolate chip character to me. I can see why and you would I say that. I cannot figure out for the life of me what it is. And, and they don't like, have their hops on this one. It and it's like a like. new project for me to figure out because I can't tell if it's an actual flavor description that I'm getting 
that it should do that or if I have found, I don't want to say necessarily a flaw in my palate because we all have different palates and you know, if 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 Goza tastes like dirty socks and cilantro tastes like soap, that's just your palate. That doesn't mean it's wrong. Um, but there's something about some form of pop combination that tastes like mint chocolate chip to me. And I, I cannot figure it out. And this beer, not overpowering, I get it subtly. I do really like the bitterness of this beer, though. I think I see what you're saying. I don't get mint chocolate chip. What I get is, and this is the, we had a beer like this on the podcast like two months ago. And I had the same thought. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a texture thing for me. When you say mint chocolate chip, I go, ah, I can see that. Because there's like, when you have mint chocolate chip ice cream, mm-hmm. there's there's a, obviously there's the flavors involved with it, but there's a texture to it sure. that's unique to that flavor of sure, ice cream. Sure, which is why I, and I love that ice cream. Yeah. It's one of my favorite flavors. I can see there's a texture on my tongue as I take a sip. That gives me a huge mint chocolate chip reminder, but it's not the flavor that I'm getting. I just I can see why you say that based on how it makes my mouth feel. And I very much don't think it's a bad thing. I don't think it's a bad thing at all. It's just what you're tasting. It's just what I'm tasting. And it, it, I truly believe it's a hop combination thing um, because I had never had it in a, in a bale breaker beer before. But I think I had a ruse translator semi-recently and got the same thing. And I was just like, I've had this beer a thousand times and I've never got it. Maybe they tweaked and like changed levels and amounts or something as beers always tweaking. Um, yeah, so it's just it's like my new I'm I, it reminds me of when I first tasted oxidation. Like I didn't know I was like, I get this like fruity cardboard thing and I never understood what it was until and, and this is a, a long time ago until I had a conversation with some people whose palates I massively respect and they were like, that sounds like oxidation. And I was like, oh, really? It was this beer, this beer, and this beer. And they were like, those beers are notoriously oxidized, especially for IPAs. So this is like my new, I have to figure this out. And I keep forgetting, but now that we're doing this beer right now, it's like, I have to find out. I must find out. Well, I bet but you, I, I do like this beer. I bet you if you go on their website, they'll tell you what hops they used. I hope so. Um, so if not, I'll just call a friend to call a friend to call a friend. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let, let us know what you find out next week. That'll be interesting. And it'll, I guess it'll kind of tie into this, the topic, which we'll push to next week, which is how to get international beers to stop being old. <laughs> is there a way, is there a way to ship it? Is there a way to share your recipe with a local brewery that brews it in the country you want to send it to? So it's not sitting in a crate on a boat for seven weeks. Um, warm. Okay warm and then cold again and then warm again we'll talk about that next week uh we'll be back thursday at four uh dm us instagram.com slash beers and us let us know about your weekend beer and if this flavor this mint chocolate chip flavor is something you've been finding as well and if you made me know the hop combination that is creating it in your opinion you can let us know there but we'll see you guys next week please take the message we had on this podcast to heart if you are struggling you are not alone you can ask for help. People will care. The darkness will tell you they don't. They do. Do not believe the darkness. We'll see you next time. You are not alone. Kings.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.